0: Welcome to A Love for the Bible, Session 17. In Session 16, we began completing exercise questions to help you consider your present understanding of the Bible. Our focus was on the Old Testament historical books, asking questions from Genesis to Esther. This week, we'll be looking at the remainder of the Old Testament books, from Job to Malachi. If you listen to Session 13 of my podcast, where the theme was having the broader picture in mind, you might remember that I titled these last of the Old Testament books as God and Man and Prophecy. There will be 27 questions in all, so for fun, you might see how many of the 27 you'll get correct. So let's begin now with the first book from the God and Man classification, the Book of Job. Question 1. What did God allow Satan to do in the book of Job? A. Test Job B. Become a snake C. Kill Job or D. None of the above The answer is A. Test Job God wanted to allow Satan to provide Job with many challenging trials in order to test his faith. Question two. God restored Job's fortunes after God was convinced by his friends he was a sinner. B, Job's friends prayed for Job. C, Job prayed for his friends. And D, none of the above. The answer was C, Job prayed for his friends. God wanted Job not to be angry with, but to pray for his friends. Now we move on to the Psalms. In the first Psalm, how often are we encouraged to meditate on the law of the Lord? A. Daily B. Each morning C. Each evening D. Day and night The answer is D. Day and night. A reason to read the Bible daily is to continually meditate on God's truth. Question two. In Psalm 12, David says the Lord's promises are pure, like silver refined in a furnace. It also says it is purified how many times over? A. Once. B. Twice. C. Seven times. D. 100 times. The answer is C. Seven times. We can rely on the Word of God. Question 3. Psalms is divided into five books. Psalm 72 is called a royal psalm and closes which of the five books? A. Book 1. B. Book 2. C. Book 3. Or D. Book 4 or 5. The answer is B. Book 2. Question 4. Psalm 110 is written by David and often considered a prophetic psalm about the Jewish Messiah. It speaks of a, quote, priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Who in the earlier Old Testament was referred to as Melchizedek? Was it A, the oldest man who ever lived? B, the king of Salem? C, King David? Or D, King Solomon? The answer is B, the king of Salem. This is the priest who appeared to Abraham in the wilderness. Question five. One of the Psalms says, You make all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. These verses are sometimes related to abortion. Which chapter does it come from? A, 3, B, 29, C, 89, or D, 139? The answer is D, chapter 139. This is related to abortion in that as we uh, interrupt the life of, of an individual before birth, we may be interfering with God's plan for that individual. Question 6. How many chapters are there in Psalms? A. 140 B. 145 C. 150 D. 160 The answer is C. 150. In fact, Psalms is the longest book in the Bible. And now we move to proverbs. Proverbs 12:4 says, "A worthy wife is blank for the husband, but a disgraceful woman is like blank in his bones." A. heaven and hell. B. crown and rottenness. C. bag of jewels and fire. D. godsend and stiffness. The answer is B, crown and rottenness. Proverbs 12:4 says a worthy wife is a crown for the husband, but a disgraceful woman is like rottenness in his bones. And now, Proverbs 15, 1, question 2, says, A gentle answer blank anger, but harsh words make tempers blank. A. Turns away, and st- or stirs up. B. Subdues, subdues. C. Increases, stops. D, provokes, dampen. The answer is A, turns away or stirs up. Proverbs 51 says a gentle answer turns away anger, but harsh words make tempers stir up. Now going number three, Proverbs 27.5 says, open blank is better than hidden blank. A. Lie and deceit. B. Rebuke and love. C. Letter and gossip. D. Trench and quicksand. The answer is B. Rebuke and love. Proverbs 27.5 says, open rebuke is better than hidden love. Now we move on to Ecclesiastics and Song of Solomon. Number one, Ecclesiastes 10:4 says, "If the spirit of the ruler rises against you, do not blank, for blank pacifies great offenses. A. yell and anger. B. Cry and grief. C: Leave your post and conciliation; and D. lie and distress. The answer is C. Leave your post in conciliation. Ecclesiastes 10:4 says, "If the spirit of the ruler rises against you, do not leave your post, for conciliation pacifies great offenses." And now, question two: What is the final conclusion in Ecclesiastes? A. Fear God and obey His commands. B. Be wise and follow wisdom. C. There is nothing to be done, as all all life is meaningless. And D. Be like Solomon, for he knows best. The answer is A. Fear God and obey His commands. Solomon said many things in Ecclesiastes, but this was perhaps the most important one. Now we move to the last classification in the Old Testament, which is prophecy. We begin with Isaiah. Question 1. Isaiah predicts in chapter 9 that an area that lies along the road that runs between the Jordan and the sea will be filled with glory. What is this area? A. Jerusalem, B. Bethlehem, C. Galilee, D. Nazareth. The answer is C. Galilee, and Galilee is where Jesus grew up as a boy. Question 2. Isaiah 44. Who in, excuse me, in Isaiah 44, who is predicted to rebuild Jerusalem? A. King Hezekiah. B. King Sennacherib. C. King Nebuchadnezzar, and D. King Cyrus. The answer is King Cyrus. And we can read in the book of Ezra how he fulfilled this prediction. Question 3. In Isaiah 53, how does it say God's righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous? A. He will be a good example. B. He will bear all their sins. C. He will teach them the law. D. He will relax the law. The answer is B. He will bear all their sins. And we learn in the New Testament how Jesus did this by dying on the cross for us. The next book in this classification of prophecy is Jeremiah. Question 1. How does Jeremiah describe the gods of other nations from Israel? A. Important gods to be respected. E. Gods that sometimes work and sometimes don't. C. Gods that can do no good. Or D. None of the above. The answer is C. Gods that can do no good. Our God is the only true God. Question 2. When King Zephaniah asked Jeremiah to ask the Lord to force Nebuchadnezzar to withdraw his armies, what was the Lord's response? A. Yes, the armies would be withdrawn. B. No, the Lord would not get involved. C. The people should surrender. And D. The people should fight the Babylonians. The answer is C. The people should surrender. As it turned out, this was the best choice for the people. Question 3. Jeremiah prophesies The day is coming when the Lord will make a new covenant with the people of Israel. And and Judah. Why didn't they continue with the Old Testament? A. Moses was no longer alive. B. They broke that covenant, though God loved them as a husband loves his wife. C. God changed his mind on the Ten Commandments. And D. The people should fight the Babylonians. The answer was... B, they broke that covenant, though God loved them as a husband loves his wife. And we know that the people were not able to keep the original covenant due to sin. Question four What was Jeremiah's prophecy concerning Babylon? A, Babylon will continue to be very powerful, ruling other nations. B, Babylon will continue but become very small. C. Babylon will be destroyed, but later regain its power. And D. Babylon will be destroyed so that no one will live there anymore. The answer is D. Babylon will be destroyed so that no one will live there anymore. And still today, Babylon no longer exists. Question 5. What did King Nebuchadnezzar finally do to the Jews and the Jewish temple in Jerusalem? A. He left the Jews in the temple alone. B. He took the Jews as slaves, but left the temple. C. He left the Jews, but destroyed their temple. And D. He took the people of Judah into exile and destroyed their temple. The answer is D. He took the people of Judah into exile and destroyed their temple. This was after many warnings by Jeremiah. Now we move to Lamentations. Question 1. In Lamentations what are the Jews and us encouraged to do? A. Complain for all for all is bad. B. Rejoice for all is good. C. Examine our ways and turn back to the Lord. And D. Stop complaining because it irritates others. The answer is B examine our ways, and turn back to the Lord. God wanted them and us to repent of our sins. Next, we move on to Ezekiel. Question 1. Ezekiel prophesies there will be a time when God will never again turn his face on his people, like he did when he allowed them to go into exile. Why will he do this? A. A. His people will prove they are good enough. B. He will relax his standards. C. He will pour out his spirit on the people. And D. None of the above. The answer is C. He will pour out his spirit on the people. He had something special planned for us. And two, Ezekiel prophesied there will eventually be a new city with a new temple. What will be the name of that city? A, the second Jerusalem, B, Revelation, C, the Lord is there, and D, a city of gold. The answer is C, the Lord is there. And this goes along with what is also read in Revelation. Now we're going on to the next books of Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, and Obadiah. Daniel and three other Jews were given special names while serving in the Babylonian royal palace. What were their names? A. Balthazar, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. B. Daniel, Ananiath, Mishael, and Azareth. C. Jonathan, Judah, Benjamin, and Joseph. And D. None of the above. The answer is A. Belshazzar, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These were their Babylonian names. Question 2. How many kings did Daniel give prophecy to in the book of Daniel? A. None. B. One. C. Two. and D. Or D. Three. The answer is C. Two. And the kings were Nebuchadnezzar and his son Belshazzar. And finally, ending the Old Testament, we're going to move on to Jonah and Malachi. Our question is Jonah was asked by God to preach to the people of which city? A. Jerusalem, B. Nineveh, C. Samaria, and D. Cairo. The answer is B. Nineveh. This is where Jonah was swallowed by a whale before eventually doing what God asked. Thank you to those who turned in to this session of A Love for the Bible, and I encourage you to join me for session 18 in another week. Session 18 will again focus on exercises, questions, this time for the New Testament books, and will air beginning Tuesday, May 18th at 8 a.m.